Welcome, Digital Difference Makers. This week, I have Brandy Renee, a holistic business strategist. Welcome, Renee. Brandy. <laughs> That's okay. It happens all the time. It's the two first names uh, thing. It, it really catches people up. And actually, a there's a... It's a, there's a little story behind that, actually. Renee is my middle name, uh, but when I divorced, I didn't take my maiden name back, and so I just became Brandy Renee, and that's actually what my mom called me every time I was in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> and now you get it all the time. Now I get it all the time. Well, for the um, people listening who don't know you just yet, could you tell us a little bit more about you and what you do as a business strategist? Sure. I call myself a holistic business strategist, and my company name is Better Business Strategies. And the business strategy is pretty self-explanatory. My background is in accounting, finance, and human resources. I have an MBA, and so organizational structure, you know, all that businessy type of stuff. Uh, but the holistic side is the, you know, the most important element of businesses, and that's the human being. And uh, so I try to marry uh, the human component and getting people happy and healthy so they can show up to generate wealth in their business. And that's the holistic business strategist um, in a nutshell. Awesome. How'd you get into that? So I've been um, consulting for about 10 years. Before that, I did a, a bookkeeping and got my uh, undergrad degree in accounting. And then I was an accountant, had some bookkeepers under me. And then um, consulting was kind of a natural projection or, pro, you know, projection from that. So you read financials all day. You can see a lot of what's going on with a business. Uh, if there's not a steady stream of income, if there's a lot of turnover in HR, uh, maybe expenses are out of whack from where it should be. So you take all that analytical data and and like I said, you can see a lot of what's going on in a business. And so it was really easy for me to go to the owners and say, hey, it looks like we need to tighten up your HR policies or you know, maybe we need to put some better hiring practices in place. And hey, when was the last time you did a cost audit? And really, I'm um, checked in with your vendors uh, to get better pricing, you know, or, hey, when was the last time you actually increased your own prices? And so that consulting was just a natural next step from the accounting side. Um, but what I found all those years in consulting, one of my biggest roadblocks was um, leadership or ownership, um, not being able to fully come to the table for the business strategies, you know. Maybe they had some mindsets that were limiting them or they were self-sabotaging because of some sub subconscious stuff that was going on. Um, you know, business owners, we tend to burn the candle at both ends a lot of the time. And so what happens is that you're working 60, 70, 80 hours a week, and then you get really sick or you hit a burnout wall, and then you literally can't show up. I would have business owners like you know, have to go to the hospital because they were having anxiety attacks or get really sick and not be able to, to show up for the launch of their second store. And um, I just, as a business strategist, didn't feel like it was really in my wheelhouse to talk to them about self-care, you know, or, or um, 
you know, hey, I noticed that you're fighting with your with your spouse a lot is, you know, what can we do to support you so that you can repair that relationship so that they can support you and you can fully show up for your business. So, you know, I just didn't have the tools to address the human element of the equation. And uh, so a couple of years ago, I got certified as a life coach and my own personal development. I'm probably a self-help junkie. I really love, um, you know, just getting better, healing, growing. I had a, a kind of rough childhood. And so uh, there was a lot of room for improvement in my adult years. And uh, getting my life coaching certification really taught me to be a professional listener, first of all, which is really helpful and took my consulting to the next level. And then um, it gave me the the vehicle to take all that self-help that I did and understanding about human psychology and sociology and, um, and, you know, be able to say, hey, you know, here's the holistic part of my support for you. Are you staying hydrated? What does your diet look like? Hey, I noticed you put in 50 hours and it's Wednesday. <laughs> you know, let's let's look at some downtime for the rest of the week. Um, but addressing those things, the mindset, helping people shift their mindset or, or realize the self, the subconscious sabotage that they're doing. Um, you know, I'd see business owners that wanted to level up and start getting these big fish, but then they would do things like uh, really underbid a contract or uh, not show up for a meeting, right? Um, and and that stuff was getting in the way. So everything was dialed in for the business to le- to leverage and to scale up, but the business owner was the holdup. So getting that life coaching certification and and being able to really support the human being and becoming happy and healthy means that my clients um, can get all dialed in in their personal life and then fully show up for their business and be a much more effective revenue generator than before. That's cool. I think, um, uh, I don't know who said it. I think it's uh, ripped off by a lot of people now, but um I like the saying, you know, the business can't outgrow the business owner. You know, it can only, you know, grow to the extent of which the business owner's, you know, vision and energy and beliefs and, and all of that sort of stuff will allow it to. Um, so I think that's that's really cool that that's what you focus on and bring in, you know, in amongst the tactics and strategies because there's a lot of that stuff people can hear, but it doesn't necessarily like crack through people can do it all but it's like why why is it still not working like i try all this stuff and it doesn't work but you know joe down the road tries it and and it works you know so i think um yeah have you have you encountered that a little bit like you some of the business owners yeah they want the tactics and strategies and they realize it's it's a little bit more personal than that oh yeah definitely um and a lot of time it's mindset right uh, we don't, I think not enough people really think about their mindset. We have stories that we've told ourselves. We have stories that we grew up with that people have told us stories about ourselves and we've internalized that. And those things become limits. A lot of the time we don't even know their, their limits. Right. Um, I love the saying that you can't read the label when you're inside the jar, And that is so, so true. I see it time and time again. 
And so having a safe place for, you know, for, for leadership or, or an owner to come and, and talk and, and having an outside person that doesn't have the emotional investment in the, in the business like they do, right? Especially small businesses, so much is wrapped up in the success of that, including personal, how they personally see themselves. So having an outsider like me that can be objective and supportive and approaches people with curiosity and kindness to make a safe place, um, you know, for them to be able to to see and, and to be able to mirror back for them uh, some of the behaviors that uh, that they may be exhibiting and, and what kind of a f- impact they're having on their business can be hugely helpful. Awareness alone, once people become aware that they're doing something, 90% of the time they change it just based off awareness. And awareness can happen in a couple of sentences. So it's a, it's a really powerful tool to be able to offer that more, um, you know, the more human side, the more, the more compassionate approach to, uh, to running business. Do you run into any issues with that? Like I know as, um, particularly with business owners, there can be egos, um, around this sort of stuff. So like, if you encountered issues trying to bring that sort of stuff up with a business owner? Of course, of course. You know, um, the messenger always gets shot, you know, a lot of times. Um, but uh, I learned a long time ago not to take things personally. Uh, and and I know, too, that especially for people who aren't uh, used to being emotional, it, when emotions and feelings start to come up around things, which often happens and we're on a healing journey, um, I, I know that it's not about me. And uh, so many times, yes, I might have been uh, the brunt of some, uh, you know, unkind words or over over emotional uh, outpouring or whatever. But 99% of the time, I always get an email or a call back later, something, you know, with an apology. But I totally understand. We all, um, you know, we all have emotions. It's part of the human condition uh, for us to, to be feel emotional about stuff especially our business. We have so, so much tied up into it. And when we've given it our blood, sweat, and tears for years and years, you know, there's just so much emotional, uh, you know, emotional connection to that. But that's okay because when we can tap into those emotions and understand our why and our motivations, then that's just fuel for the fire. And a lot of times, uh, coming to terms with our emotional connection or our emotional blocks, it just opens everything up and the person can move to the next level and then the business can move to the next level as well. So it's part for the course. Yeah, I think it's, um, th- there's a lot around our businesses that it's hard to sort of detach emotionally from from feedback. Um, you know, I know my business partner, with branding, he's uh, big on, obviously big on branding, but with uh, personal brands, uh, it's always an interesting one because yeah, feedback that people get that if it was a separate entity, if it's a business, it doesn't feel so personal, but when it's, yeah, a personal brand, you get feedback around like how to improve video or something around, you know, the offer and how you delivered the service. It just feels it sort of cuts through a little more. Um, so I'm sure you have, you worked with many personal brands. Are they um, 
are you more so personal brand or or companies? My own experience, right? My very own experience. Uh, when I was running accounting, you know, when I was doing straight accounting and bookkeeping, uh, first of all, I didn't really have to advertise. Everything was word of mouth, and it was really about the business. Uh, you know, it was it was all about the the accounting business. And then when I uh, started coaching, when I pivoted and added coaching to my service to my service list. Um, and then, you know, as a coach, like people want to see you, they want to hear you, you, uh, and this was, uh, during COVID as well. And so there was a huge push then now to start doing a lot of social media marketing and to make videos and to share your personal life. And so for me, it was, um, a huge, huge jump outside my comfort zone to go from just being this bean counter among other bean counters in my business, uh, to having to, um, you know, make, make a video and post it on social media to have this like public persona, um, you know, to have my own personal branding, like who was Brandy and sharing my personal life. It was, uh, it's, uh, it can be really unnerving and, and you, and you have to get comfortable with the vulnerability around that. And, uh, and I, myself in the beginning, and I see this with clients that I work with that are also moving into a more public realm. Uh, you, you go through a period where you're like checking, you know, why didn't I get any likes? And, and then if you're not getting clients, you know, you're like, oh, people don't like me. It all becomes so very, very personal. And then you start getting your first haters. And if somebody doesn't tell you something like, if you don't have haters, you haven't made it, you know, something like that, then you're like, oh my gosh, these people are personally attacking me. It can be, uh, can be really hard mentally, be really hard to deal with. So yeah, again, you, you, you know, you've got to kind of develop that. Don't think, don't take things personally and, uh, and keep shining your light and attract your own tribe and, and understand that, you know, you're not going to make everybody happy all the time. Not everybody's going to like you. And so I think it was really hard for me in the beginning, but in the long run, I definitely have uh, developed a stronger confidence and, um, and more secure about who I am as a person in the long run. And I've seen that same kind of development uh, with other clients that have come in and, and had to, you know, present a, a public persona and have their own public branding. Um, that it's allowed them to dig deep into themselves and and see themselves for who they really are and develop a little bit of a thick skin. What what kind of strategies do you have for you know those types of clients that um, you've had that maybe have encountered some of those things? What what, what do you suggest that they um, need to think or feel do in order to <laughs> to work through that? Sure. Well, I always like to start out uh, with all of my clients, whether or not they're going to be front facing or not, uh, core values and uh, and strengths, right? Those two things really are our foundation. And when we can understand what our core values are, then we can develop uh, strategies that are in alignment with our core values that cuts down on resistance and self-sabotage. And then when we understand what our strengths are and we really play to those strengths, then we can create strategies and situations that actually boost our confidence, that put us in a better light, 
Um, and then of course, working with a coach, um, having uh, kind of having that support. So if you do have a bad day or you're about to go on and, and you know, do a webinar in front of a hundred people and, and you woke up kind of not feeling great and, and, you know, you, you have some insecurity or your mother-in-law was, she's spending the weekend and, and now you feel like you're six again, whatever you have that coach, right? You have somebody that can come to you and kind of give you a little reality check and say, Hey, look how far you've come. Look how much you've accomplished. Look how much you've stepped out of your comfort zone and you're winning and just um, kind of remind them of the journey that they're on and that it is a journey, not a destination. And, um, you know, just to chin up and move forward and, and, uh, be here now and make the best of the moment. And uh, a lot of times that encouragement is is just what they need to, to put their right foot forward. But uh, celebrating those wins on a regular basis um, is another huge thing, I think, that helps people with their self-confidence. Um, we are so conditioned in the U.S. anyway, maybe this is similar in Australia, but in the, in the U.S., you know, you're not supposed to brag uh, you're not supposed to talk about things that are going really well for you. Um, it's okay for you to put yourself down. It's okay for you to complain all day, that sort of thing. Um, and that really sets us up for some negative mindset, for some negative dialogue in our heads. Um, so I always uh, try to celebrate wins with my clients every single week and, and to get them in the habit of celebrating wins. And celebrating those wins will definitely increase your resiliency along uh, gratitude is another daily gratitude practice all my clients do. That's another way to really build up that resiliency. And I think that will really help clients that are struggling in the early days uh, to, to find their footing in social media. Yeah, no, I think that that is pretty common here in Australia as well. Like um, I know plenty of people that have started up businesses and they start putting themselves out there a little bit more and, um, they do, I suppose, get get some odd questions from friends and family that um, don't feel super supportive. Um, and, and I think a lot of the time it does come down to like someone's doing something that just seems completely like past their comfort zone. So as they're watching it, they're like, what are you doing? Why would you put yourself out there like that? Why would you do this like that? Or you know, rather than uh, really trying to analyze it, it's just uh, coming from a place of judgment pretty quickly. But, you know, it is, uh, I've sort of, um, you know, with, with a few friends I have um, in business, we, we've really started to try and, I think you go through a phase of like being quite, judgmental back in a way and kind of being a little bit like, you know, oh, well, you know, screw those people that don't understand and like they don't get it and, and everything like that. And I think it's, you've got to, that, that doesn't really help anything. Like we, we really now try to like, just look at it from a place of like, you know, they just don't know any better. They're a bit ignorant. Um, you know, they're, they're really coming from their place of like insecurity around it as well. And I think, you know, similar to what um, a few other influencers and stuff say on social media, I think if you just, if you're able to look at it with a little bit of like uh, love in a way that's like, 
yeah, they're probably hurting themselves in some way if that affects them that much, you know, because anyone that's doing well for themselves, if they see other people trying um, something and making an effort, it's typically, yeah, well, that's awesome. Good on them. Right, right, because then they have, they're not threatened, right? They're not threatened. And and certainly if you're, um, like, if you're an entrepreneur and everybody in your family is a nine to five, then you are going to look like the odd duckling, right? Uh, but get yourself in a mastermind with a bunch of entrepreneurs, and I guarantee you nobody in that group is going to ask you when you're going to get a real job. Uh, so, you know, if you, I would I would recommend if people, you know, if you have broke out from corporate and you're and you're trying to um, do the entrepreneurial thing, start your own business, and everyone else around you kind of fits in a different mold than than the you know the box that you're trying to break out of, then seek those people who you want to mirror. Find a mastermind group, find a mentor, get a business coach. Um, find someone who is in the world in the way that you want to show up in the world so that you have um, someone that looks like you, that understands what you're going through, and um, and then can completely welcome you into this new world of entrepreneurship and say, hey, you know, this is a, a great place. You're going to have a lot more freedom. Uh Yes, it's going to be more work, but it's going to be a lot more rewarding than punching out at five o'clock and going home and turn on Netflix. So um, if you don't have that support, find it. There are uh, lots of places, lots of places uh, that you can surround yourself with other entrepreneurs, other small business owners, other, if you're doing an MLM, then then uh, reach out to uh, your support group or your marketing group for an MLM find those other people that are like you so that you aren't the odd one out and uh, you'll definitely start feeling a lot more confident about what you're doing yeah that sense of community is so needed so in important. business isn't yeah. it yeah and for yourself like I, I know that um there's a lot of things that clients can come to you for but what what are the main problems that you you look to solve with clients so I, um, you know, I have a really broad background. So I like to teach financial literacy. Uh, I don't know if a lot of people know this. I mean, we've all heard this, that 50% of businesses fail in the first five years. And then uh, QuickBooks did a survey a couple of years ago and asked business owners if they were financial literate. And 40% of them said, no, I'm not. I don't know how to read my profit and loss I don't know the difference between a profit and loss in my balance sheet. And, and to me, with my accounting background, I think there's a definite correlation between the lack of financial literacy and business failure. Um, and so if you want to, you know, if you want to get more comfortable about looking at your business finances, understanding how to leverage your profit and loss, um, I, you know, I love talking to people about that. Um, if you're a brand new startup and there's, you know, there's a million details and, and you're not even sure where to start, uh, come talk to me. It's really important in the early days to kind of do the right things in the right order. Um, and then I really like working with businesses that are in transition, right? Uh, maybe you've got seven employees and you're trying to get to 10 or you've got uh, 17 and you're trying to get to 20 or you've got 75 and you're trying to get 100. 
Uh, that transition is going to take, uh, you know, doing things a different way than you've been doing to get to a new place and those strategies in place, not just the business strategies that have to be implemented for your specific business, but also what's going on with you as a human being. Can you fully show up for this uh, leveling up? And what about your leadership? You know, is your management also in a place to support employees and implementation for you to level up? Uh, because the business can be all dialed in, but if you don't get your managers on board, you're not going anywhere. So, uh, so yeah, um, my niche is uh, shifting, transition in uh, every industry. I've worked in every industry, construction, engineering, home interiors, I have clients that are um, therapists, coaches, uh, I have a singer. Uh, so every industry I've had my fingers in and, um, and I just would love to help you grow on a personal level so you can grow your business on a professional level. Awesome. And what's the impact that you hope to have through your business? I really, really want to help business owners um, create a better work-life balance so that they have a more sustainable success. Because uh, that's another reason that we have that 50% uh, failure in five years is that business owners hit burnout and then they can't show up. And for a lot of us, if I get sick, I can't come and do a podcast. I can't uh, host my clients. I can't, I can't, if, you know, if I get sick, my business stops functioning. And that's true for a lot of small business owners. So uh, the holistic approach to make sure that people are taking care of themselves and their core relationships, that is the, the key, a big part of the key for sustainable business growth over years. And so I'm hoping to change the dialogue away from this hustle and grind culture in, into something that's much more sustainable long-term. Awesome. And look, Brandy, if anyone wants to get in contact with you after this, where's the best place for them to do that? Well, you can definitely uh, give me a call anytime at 808-785-1018. And um, there are going to be some links, I believe. Uh, yeah, Job, we'll you're going to put some links in. The show links Yep. Links in the yeah. show notes. And um, I love to do flash coaching sessions. You can get 60 minutes for $60. It's a great place just to kind of get to know me. And I serve, I don't sell. So every time you get on the phone with me, it's going to be a coaching call or consulting call, whatever you need. Um, so feel free to schedule one of those flash sessions. Give me a call. Um, and you can catch me on YouTube, uh, Business Bites with Brandy or Facebook, Instagram, uh, uh, Instagram, oh, I'm forgetting one, LinkedIn, you know, all the places on social media. Awesome. Well, Twitter, yeah, we'll have um... X or whatever that's called these days. I'm not on there. <laughs> Easy. Well, we'll have the uh, links for that in the show notes, but otherwise, thank you very much for coming on Brandy and sharing your story with us. Thank you so much for having me, Joe. It was a real pleasure. And uh, yeah, y'all feel, feel free to reach out. I'd love to talk to anybody who has questions or needs some help growing their business. Thanks, Joe.